Good morning, everybody. Happy New Year's Eve. Morning. Can you say that? Happy New Year's Eve. <laughs> it's so good to see you and to be with you. And we're just honored that you would be here on the last day of this past year and excited for the new year. And today, um, we are just going to have such a special time of prayer and worship. And I am so looking forward to it. And I hope you are just as hungry as I am for Jesus today. And if this is your first time visiting here, we are so glad that you're here. If you came last week for the first time, welcome back. And just welcome to all of you. And if you would like to know more about us and get connected and um, get a new coffee mug, we invite you to come out to Connections on the patio. We're also here in the lobby. And um, this is just such a great time of reflection. And I've just been thinking back about the different things where God just really showed up in my life this past year. And I just invite you to do the same during this um, next hour that we're together. So today is going to feel a little different. So at first, I'm going to ask you to stay seated, but to turn Philip, but to turn to somebody next to you and just say, Happy New Year's. And I'll say my Happy New Year's. Well, Happy New Year, New Life. We're so happy to, uh, to be worshiping together, to be gathered together. Um, this season is, is one that so many of us look forward to in anticipation. I know that um, January 1st, some of us have a new word for the year. Some of us have a resolution. Some of us have plans. And other, others of us, as Pastor David and I were kind of talking about this idea, a lot of us are limping into the new year and we're just wondering, man, God, if you send me another year like 2023 or 2022 or 20, whatever it was, right? And I don't know how I can get through it. And so it's a mixed bag, right? We all have different feelings. We're coming into this space with different expectations, different ideas of what next year might hold and different ideas of what this past year held. But uh, we wanted to worship today. We wanted to just spend an extended time together as the people of Christ, worshiping, praying together, reading scripture together. And so we're not just focusing on one idea in a sermon. We're focusing on multiple ideas through a time of worship. And so as Christians, you know, our corporate rhythm should be worship. And they're different than our own personal or worldly rhythms. Our worldly rhythms are to set goals. Our worldly rhythms are to make resolutions. Our worldly goals are to hope that, you know, the past doesn't repeat itself or maybe hope that it does. Um, but we are gonna invite the Holy Spirit this morning to align our hearts to the heart of Father God and to Jesus Christ, because we are different, amen? We're different as the body of Christ. Can I get an amen there? Yeah. So we wanna spend some time leaning into four, four discipleship movements, if you will, this morning. We're talking about Acts, not the, not the passage, not the Bible, um, the book of the Bible, Acts, but we're talking about the acronym Acts, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and supplication. And each one of our pastors, we're gonna have pastors set these movements up. And my, my responsibility this morning is to be the pastor that first sets up the movement of adoration. 
So we read Hebrews 1, 3 through 4 together to, um, to inform us of, of what we're going to be worshiping into, okay? It says, the sun radiates God's own glory and expresses the very character of God, and he sustains everything by the mighty power of his command. When he had cleansed us from our sins, he sat down in the place of honor at the right hand of the majestic God in heaven. This shows that the sun is far greater than the angels, just as the name God gave him is greater than their name. So we just wanna adore, adore God today. We wanna praise him with adoration. We wanna say, you are worthy, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit of our praise. And would that just inform how we worship him this morning, okay? And we're gonna invite you to take up any posture of worship you want this morning. If you wanna remain seated, you may do so. If you wanna stand and praise, you may do so. If you wanna come to the altars, you may do so. There are gonna be times um, for each of those sections, but however you wanna worship right now, you can. But um, throughout the service, you can. But for right now, with adoration, I, would, I want us to stand if we're able and to raise up our hands to close our eyes, to praise a holy and deserving God this morning as we sing, come behold the wondrous mystery. So Jesus, we thank you. Father God, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we invite you now. We adore you. We love you. And would this music be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear as all of your children raise up a song to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Dream. 
for just a moment you know when we talk about this idea of adoration I think it's important for us to recognize that what we are doing is we are telling God who he is not as if God is absent-minded and doesn't know but there is something beautiful about recognizing and affirming who God is and so as we adore God we are declaring that he is holy as we are adoring God we are declaring that he is savior that he is mighty that he is slow to anger, that he is abounding in love, that he is gracious and merciful and compassionate. And as we speak these things, what we're doing is we are actually setting the atmosphere for conviction and confession. You're like, hold on a second. What? Yeah. Because when we say that God is holy, then we recognize that we need him to cleanse us of our unrighteousness. When we confess with our lips that, God, we are unworthy, we recognize that even though we, were, we are sinners, that he chose to love us while we were still sinners. We create an atmosphere where we're not in fear of God in terms of trembling before him, but we have a fear of God, recognizing we walk into his presence that he can set us free, that he can heal us, he can restore us, he can renew us, he can save us. There's a passage from 1 John chapter 1, I think we may have it on the screens, it says this, but if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. Now as we go into the new year, I know some of us are like, all right, 2023 didn't work out quite like I thought it was, or there was an area or a resolution I didn't keep, or a word that maybe didn't have the focus that it needed to, or a sin I kept on circling back to. But I'm just gonna bear down and I'm gonna have a little bit more grit this year. And no, 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 that's how the patterns of the world work. As followers of Jesus, we confess our sins. And we trust that a faithful, the holy God will cleanse us of our wickedness and unrighteousness. And that through nothing but the power of the Holy Spirit will we learn to walk in freedom. And for some of us here today, as we're thinking about an area of our life that we're like, you know, God, I not only struggled with this in 2023, but in 2022 and in 1995 and you know what I'm saying? 1962. Because we got all generations here. And there's a couple things that I want you to know about this as we confess our sins. One is that, man, there are things in my life where I 
truly 100% walk in victory today. I no longer am bound by those things. They no longer have control over me. They no longer even rear their ugly head anymore. I just simply walk in the authority and the victory that God has given me. And I am, I am grateful to God. That isn't about me. That's about what he has done in me and through me. There are other areas though of my life that I have to depend on him daily. And when those areas of my life try to rear their ugly head, I have to fall on my face and confess again, Lord, I can't do this on my own. There's areas of my life, like my tone and my attitude. You're like, your tone and your attitude? Yeah, my tone and my attitude can be sinful sometimes. To my kids, to my wife. And when that happens, I confess. And it, it may not be the same tone and attitude that I once had, thanks be to God, but it's still hanging on sometimes. It's still hanging on. And as I walk into 2024, there's nothing more than I want than to walk in the ways of Jesus. Because salvation is not just about waiting around for heaven, it's about experiencing the salvation that the ways of Jesus bring into your life as you learn how to walk in his patterns and his rhythms. And we're gonna begin a brand new series next week and that's actually the direction of the series. And there's a song that cracks me up, like, like Phil Wickham has all kinds of really popular songs, but, but this one in particular has not gotten very popular and I think it's because it's a hard word for us. It's a reminder that we need to take the teachings of Jesus seriously. And that sometimes when we look at the teachings of Jesus, we're like, ah, oh, man, that, that one's a little bit difficult, so it's just easier to pretend like it's not there. When if we would begin to walk in Jesus' ways, we would discover life and life to its fullest. And so again, I just want to remind you that there's nothing mystical or magical about these altars. It's just simply a, a place to posture ourselves. You can... I invite you actually right now just to kind of sit here. This is a newer, newer song to most of us and just allow those words to begin to penetrate our heart. And as the Lord brings, as the Holy Spirit begins to sift through the rooms of your heart and your life, I invite you to just simply listen. God, is there an area of my life that I keep on wrestling with? Is there an area of my life that you, wanna, you want me to walk in a greater victory over this particular year? Is there an area of my life that I keep circling back to? God, what do I need to confess to you today? Because I don't know about you, but I don't want to go into 2024 with some of the same baggage that I had in 2023. This last week, one of the cool things is that you don't, for a lot of us, me included, you don't do a whole lot, which means there was a couple of days where I literally did not get out of my pajamas all day long. And I am an early riser, shower in the morning person, and shower at night person, but there was a couple of days where around five o'clock at night, I had not taken a shower yet. And I was like, I need to take a shower. And for some of us, this is an invitation allow the Holy Spirit to give you a shower, to cleanse you, to renew you, to restore you, because there's something significant about jumping in that shower and then stepping out again and feeling refreshed and clean and saying, all right, God, what do you got for me? So Heavenly Father, 
we invite your spirit to come in this space and begin to reveal to us any areas of our lives that we need to confess before you that we need to release to you that we need to let go of so that we might walk more confidently and in victory in 2024 than we did in 2023 in Jesus name we pray
it is so easy to want to do things our own way. It's so easy to set our own plans and our own agendas. It's so easy to depend on our own strength. And to thank God that we have all the wisdom and knowledge that we need in order to navigate this life. And so God, I confess that sometimes, God, I am just self-reliant rather than reliant on you. So God, today I confess my sins before you knowing that you are faithful to cleanse me. Knowing you are faithful to empower me. Knowing you are faithful to renew me. And knowing that you are faithful to walk with me into 2024. We ask these things in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. You can be seated if you're not seated already. You know, one of the things that I love as uh, being a follower of Christ is that it's not just coming to God and complaining and setting all of our stuff before him, but it's actually having an opportunity to be thankful. You know, David's talking about going into 2024 and so many of us do it. We go into 2024 and we're like, I am gonna be a new person and I have so much hope for the next year you know what? We can only have hope if we know what we're thankful for. We can only have hope if we can reflect and take the time to understand that we are a people who have much to be thankful for. So this morning, I want to ask the ushers to come forward. They're going to receive our tithes and offerings. And I know for some of us, this can be a time where we're passing the plates or we're clicking the buttons online to give and we do it without thinking about it. But I would challenge all of us. Are we thankful and giving back because of what he has done in our lives? Just for a moment, as you see it go by, even if you're, you give in a different way, or maybe you're at home right now and you're not here with us, but you can have this moment where as it's going around, just sit for a moment and silently and think to yourself, what can you be thankful for? Where have you seen God move? Whether it's in your own life, here at New Life, a family member. Because if you know Jesus and you call him Lord and Savior, then I absolutely believe 100% you have something to be thankful for because God has done something in your life. We don't serve an idol God who's sitting up there with nothing to do. We are a lot. And he is always working in our lives. There is always a, our Father moving and changing and showing and shining his light. See, sometimes I think we forget that we have a lot to be thankful for because we focus on all the difficulties of life. We focus on what we don't have, we focus on the world and all its chaos. But right here, right now, how thankful are you that you are sitting in this seat or you're at home online watching, but you know that you are worshiping with your brothers and sisters. You are in a family that is giant and that we have each other and we're supposed to be pouring into one another as God pours into us. And so the verse for this section that we wanna look at is in Colossians. 
is in chapter three, verse 16. And it says, let the message about Christ in all its richness, fill your lives, teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts, with thankful hearts. See, we're here together. We are supposed to be pouring into one another. We are supposed to teach and to counsel. But the only way to do that is to listen, to hear one another, to hear him, to reflect. I pray that we all have hope going into this next year, our hope placed in Jesus, a hope that is transforming and that what we have seen in 2023 is like a blink of an eye because what's to come in 2024 is even greater. God is not done. And so as we sing this next song, it's not just words, but let them fill you. As you sing out, what are you thankful for? Put our eyes and our hearts on him and take this opportunity to acknowledge that he is the one true God. He sees you and he is moving. I'll sing. 
Father, we come to you right now. We don't only sing the words, Lord, but with all of our hearts and all our minds and all of who we are, Lord, we are a thankful people. We are thankful for all that we've seen it here at New Life. We are thankful for all that you've done in our lives, Lord. We thankful that we are thankful that you are not done with each and every one of us, Lord. 
Father, I thank you that we have your word, that we can lift up one another in prayer, that we can come to you, that we can go to a brother or sister, Lord, that we have so many resources and so much guidance and so much grace and so much love to pour out to one another because you're continuously filling us up, changing us, molding us, creating us and transforming us into the people that you want us to be, Lord. And so this morning, Lord, I pray that we have thankful hearts, not just in this room, in this moment, at this time, but Lord, even in the hard times, the scary times, the things that are to come, Lord, may we have minds and hearts and tongues that give praise and thanks because we know that no matter what we go through, you are in the midst of every moment, of everything, and you are here for us. So may we continue to be thankful and give back our lives, our minds, our hearts, and our praises to you this morning and all day and every day that you allow us to have breath, Lord. We thank you for your son. We pray all this in your name. Amen. 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 So right now we come into our service where we're going into our supplication portion of our scripture service. And I want to read Psalm 143. It will be on the screen for you. There's some scriptures that will not be up there, but bear with me. The scripture says this, hear my prayer, O Lord, and listen to my plea. Answer me because you are faithful. You hear that? Don't answer me because I'm good. Don't answer me because I got all my stuff together. Don't answer me because I'm all that in a bag of chips. No. I I, I like that one. No, it says answer me because you are faithful and righteous. When we are unfaithful, Pastor Travis, when we are unfaithful and we are unrighteous, the scripture declares and promises and teaches us, corrects us, gets in our business and says the Lord hears our prayers, not because of us, because he is faithful and he is righteous. It it continues to say this in verse 4. I am losing all hope. And when you lose hope, it makes you feel like this. In verse 4, I am paralyzed with fear. Some of us can relate to that this morning. But But it says, I remember the days of my old. Travis, you got a lot of days to remember. <laughs> he says, I am paralyzed with fear, but I remember the days of my old. I, I ponder all of the great works and think about what you, Lord, have done. And so in that response, he says, I lift my hands to you in prayer. Some of y'all think it's weird that we sit in church and lift our hands during prayer and lift our hands in worship. I want to challenge you in 2024, lift your hands. Why, Philip? Because scripture commands us to. But I'm a but I'm a man. I don't lift my hands for anything. You better lift your hands for Jesus. I thirst, I thirst, I thirst for you as parched land thirsts for rain. Is that you this morning? Yeah, I'm calling you out. Send me an email, please. But during this this portion of scripture, we're going to come to God with our prayer requests, supplication, acts, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. So verse 7 says, come quickly, Lord, and answer me, for my depression deepens. This is in the scriptures. 
Don't turn away from me or I will die. Let me hear of your unfailing love each morning. So here's a rhythm to our supplication. Here's a rhythm to our petitions. Here's a rhythm to our prayer requests. He says, I hear, and this is a challenge to me. So don't laugh at me, my feet. Let me hear your unfailing love each morning. Lord, help me. For I am trusting you. Show me where to walk. For I give myself to you. Show me where to walk because I give myself to you. Verse 10 says, teach me to do your will. Which in other portions of description is the will of God is pleasing to him. Teach me to do your will for you are my God. May your gracious spirit lead me forward on a firm footing. For the glory, see there it is again. For the glory of your name, not for the glory of new life. Not for the glory of your favorite pastor on YouTube. Not for the glory of any uh, political leader that you look up to or no, for the glory of one and one and only, for the glory of the Lord. For the glory of the name of your name, O Lord, preserve my life. Preserve my life. Why? Because for unfaith, sorry, for your faithfulness, bring me out of the dis, di, di, distress. In your unfailing love, silence all my enemies and destroy all my foes, for I am your servant. So what we're going to do right now is we have some anointing oil up here. And I, I'm going to go ahead and invite those who are going to come forward to help pray and anoint people with oil. The scripture says, come to the elders of the church so they can anoint you with oil. If you're sick, come for prayer. If you want to lay out a request before God, come for prayer. We have these altars been built this year for a reason and one reason only to shed tears on these things. Bring your request to God on these things. So during our next three songs, the song that we're going to sing, the first one, is, it's, a, it's called Make Room. And then we go into I Surrender All. And my brother here is leading I'm Surrendering All. And he, we had to do a prayer session on Thursday because he knew he was singing this song. Because sometimes it's hard for us up here to, to say, God, I surrender all. And so when that happens... My brother was an example to me on Thursday. I don't know if I can lead, I surrender all. Can you pray for me? So church, I'm asking you to do what Paul did. I'm asking you to come to the front so you can surrender it all, so you can sing those words with confidence. So right now, we have a time of anointing you with oil, a time of prayer during these next three songs. And after that, I'll come back up and close this out in prayer. Then pastor will come up and lead us in a doxology. So I just want you to go ahead and, and just bow your heads. You don't have to close your eyes. Just bow your head for a second. And ask the Lord, ask the Spirit of God to search your heart right now. You don't look around. I didn't, I didn't ask you to look around, church. I said, put your head down. I want you to search, ask the Lord to search your heart. Well, Philip, I'm new here. I'm not even a believer. Well, you ain't, you ain't got to do anything. For those in this room that, are, that, that claim Christ, you claim the name of Jesus. Don't use this next three songs to sit here and idle. Actually ask the Spirit of God, search my heart. 
and ask the Lord, is there any offensive way in me that is offensive towards you? And have him bring that to light. Ask him to shine his light on your darkness. And as he does, because he's faithful and righteous, he will. I would ask you to use your chair as an altar. I would ask you to come up to the front and use our altars. I'd ask you to come up front to one of our pastors and and get anointed. So right now, we ask right now, Holy Spirit, you would move in this room. That you would move in this service. That you would move in our hearts. And I pray, Lord, that you would gift us with the gift of mercy this morning. That you would gift us with the gift of repentance. So we look to you and you alone and say we need you in Jesus' name. Amen. The altars are open. Please come forward.
Father, we come before you right now with all of our requests. We make them known to you. We thank you, God, that you are a God that hears us, that you see us, you care about us. You actually tell us in 1 Peter 5, 7 that bring all of our cares and worries to you because you care about us. And so, God, thank you for your care towards your people. Thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit. And so, God, we pray that our prayer requests would be, not be hindered this year. God, I pray that our prayer request would be a sweet aroma to you, Lord. That you would strengthen the saints that have been praying for years and years and have not heard anything or felt like they've heard anything. God, strengthen them. God, we pray for intimacy between um, us and you, Lord. Your people and you, God, grow our intimacy with you this year. And so we love you, Lord, and we thank you for your love towards us. And we pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's just sing this, these words. Let's stand together and sing these words, fully known and fully loved. This is our prayer for you in this new year, that we would be fully known and fully loved by Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We declare fully known.
one more time. Fully known and fully So we just offer all that we are and all that we have, God, to you and you alone, Lord Jesus. And as we come to a close together in our worship time, God, we wanna just declare the doxology. Church, we know this. We, we declare praise God from whom all blessings flow together. So let's just raise this up as our prayer in closing. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above the heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. As you leave today, be confident of this, that he who has began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen and amen. Happy New Year. Grace and peace to you. We'll see you next week.